Hey, I'm Bob Runkle, and for as long as I can remember, I've loved pop culture. Despite the challenges I've faced in my life, pop culture has always been there for me. I love talking to people and being a platform for others to share their thoughts and stories. Because if there's one thing I never get tired of, it's seeing driven, talented, and inspiring individuals follow their dreams, no matter what obstacles are in their way. And I know a thing or two about that. Welcome to the DJ Bob Show. I'm DJ Bob. Roll it. The DJ Bob Show. Pop culture, past and present. And now, here's your host, DJ Bob. I've never been more excited to introduce you to my other family. You see, in March of 2020, when everybody was worried about the state of the world after the pandemic hit, Seth Rudecki and James Wesley started a two shows a day live stream benefiting the Actors Fund called Stars in the House, where they would showcase artists from TV, film, and, of course, Broadway. I love that show, but little did I know that there would be a whole other family there waiting for me. The Hithcore fam, as we like to call ourselves, is a Facebook group and regulars in the YouTube live chat when Seth and James stream on Stars in the House. And I've gathered some of them here today from all across the world. And we talk about everything. They mean a lot to me. And I've had a rough year. And these people have made it just a lot brighter. Enjoy. So, before we get going here, I've got a couple surprises for all of you. Now, we've gathered a bunch of you here today, but there are a couple people that wanted to show their love and their respect and their admiration, but unfortunately, they couldn't make it. And I reached out to a few of them, and they've sent me some stuff to play for you. So, I'm going to play some of that now. Hey, Seth Core fam, it's Nancy Rudetsky. How are you guys? First of all, I just have to say I love you. Second of all, I love you. Third of all, I love you. I think that about really says it all how I feel about you guys. I met you all almost two years ago when Stars in the House started and I was helping Seth and James with the donations. And I just fell in love with all the beautiful things that you guys would write in the donations. And I was constantly forwarding them to Seth saying, oh my gosh, read this one. Oh my gosh, read that one. And then I would follow along in the chat. And you guys were so funny and so warm and so nice and so fast. The fastest typist I've ever seen in my life. But it was so nice how you all grew to know each other and love each other and just give each other shout outs and kind things and everybody was always so there for one another and just showing up all the time for each other and for stars in the house and for the actors fun and then i'd see you on the seth concert series and literally i had my daughter help me open up a gmail account so i could join the chat because i have verizon and um you can't do youtube chats i don't think with verizon 
And it was so much fun being a part of the chat. And it's still so much fun being part of the chat. I have such a good time um, when I'm able to join because you guys are just the nicest and the sweetest and the most consistent and the most supportive. So I love you all. I wish you a great day. And this has been so much fun. Okay, love you and hope to see you soon in the chat. Bye. And your thoughts are? Aww. That is so sweet. I'm holding back screams. I was so excited when her voice started. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Dang you. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I went to grab my tissue box. That's so sweet. I know. So did I. <laughs> I had to literally put my hand over my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know, Lori. So when I reached out, to some of these people, I ask them questions like, oh. what does Shithcore fan mean to them? And lots of other things. So here's a quick message from a chat regular, JD. What does Sithcore fan mean to me? It means family, obviously. It means sharing. It means people I know would appreciate my luck be a ladybug Halloween costume. It means people I know who are going to think it's cool that I took a picture of the ventilation unit. When I was at the theater, it's my birthday when I couldn't get my donation read and everyone in chat was posting about it because we come together like that. We are there for each other. We care about each other. And we're all a group of strangers who were brought together by Seth and James and stars in the house. And I don't think even they could have imagined what it would mean to all of us. And thank you to Sithcore fam for being you. Oh, that was so sweet. Again, I'm so glad I have my box of tissues sitting here. And it's so <laughs> lovely, you know, to put a voice to the username. That's so sweet. <laughs> yes. And she's got a lovely voice. It really does. I wanted to, you know, surprise you guys as opposed to like the, the, re what you guys were expecting. So I thought we'd have a little fun there. Well, you succeeded. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So we kind of went backwards a little bit, or, well, forwards in this case. Would you guys mind introducing yourselves and who you guys are and where you're from? We've got kind of a mixed bag of countries and stakes here. Who wants to go first? You go, Lori. Okay. Hi, everybody. Everybody in the chat, Sithcore fam, know me as Lori S. I'm also Loretta, depending on who's reading donations. <laughs> I started with Sithcore fam back in September of 2020. I live in Arlington, Texas, and Playbill brought me to Seth and James, and I have never left. And I don't think I will ever leave. Even if they stop doing the show, we will have our Facebook group. And thank God for that. And thank you for Julia setting that up. And Helene. I think all of us collectively wanted something like this. And then they just took it, mattered into their own hands and, and connected our show. That's wonderful. I think we needed it too. Oh, yes, definitely. It was a wonderful idea. And we, we just set up a few things. <laughs> so, Julia, I think you should go next. Okay. Um, I'm Julia Awabdi-Patterson, which is the same as my username. 
Um, and I am a recent transplant to Vermont, um, but not very far. I was in New Hampshire and now I'm in snowy Vermont. Um, and I started watching almost a year ago on January 1st um, of 2021. And um, I'm so glad it's been every night and it's it's been wonderful. I don't know. Is there anything else I should say? It's also very interesting that when you watch just one episode, you get instantly sucked in and, like, addicted. <laughs> and we'll continue to talk more about that at length. But continuing down the line, Helene, introduce yourself. Sure. My name's Helene Zinn, and everybody on the chat knows me as Helene Bear, which I think has been my nickname for a very, very, very long time, long before um, even social media. I started watching Stars in the House day one, episode one, because I was a, a fan of Seth's from long, long ago. And um, what else? Oh, Los Angeles, born and raised. I think that covers it. Anything else anyone wants to know about me? I'm an open book other than, you know, my secret stuff. Just kidding. We're going to have to figure some of that secret stuff out later. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside me, as the only other guy here, Tig. Want to tell everybody a bit about you? Hi, my name is Hi, I live in Ireland, and I started watching Stars in the House in March of 2020, right at the beginning. And I saw him sleep at in church, so I saw it rushing from every first episode. And I've been watching And we're so glad that you are. It wouldn't be starting in the house with, without you and a lot of us here. So I guess I'll, I'll say how I... Well, I'm DJ Bob. You know me. You're listening to this podcast, so you know. But I, I've i been watching since day one. I, because obviously I have been a fan of Chef for, I'd say, up until like 10 years at that point. And it's hard for me to get out to shows physically. So this was like a, a win-win situation for me, and it's just been a joy. And I'm glad to connect you guys today. So, so I guess the other thing is, everybody has their own sort of, every everybody sort of has that moment where theater, the theater bug bikes them, so to speak, or the arc bug bikes them. So, I think what we'll do is we'll start with Lori. How did, you know, Theater in the Arc come to you? Okay, for me, it started very, very young. And it was all on TV, of course. Because um, I lived in, I grew up in Montreal, Canada. Um, 
which you wouldn't think, okay, that's not too far from New York, but we grew up poor, so there was no such thing as going to Broadway shows or anything like that. But my mom got me into watching old musicals. She loved all the old musicals and MGM and that. So I was like, I was drawn immediately to all that. And anything that I could see, I would watch. And, I, you know, we couldn't afford soundtrack albums or anything like that. But, you know, so I was watching it all on TV. Um, I grew up with Ed Sullivan and uh, the craft music show and all that. So I got to see all the black and white performances that they would do from Broadway shows on TV. And I was mesmerized from that point on. And it's been with me my whole life. And it wasn't until this year that I finally got to see my, my first Broadway show. As you all know, I got to go and see Wicked in Dallas and, it was everything I I hoped for and more. And of course, you know, you'd always been sort of like a theater fan, but like having this community, like the Stars in the House community, did that like heighten your excitement for seeing your first Broadway show? Because you could talk to us about it afterwards. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Because my husband was not into musicals. He was a rock and roll man and, he was not into that, but he indulged me and let me watch my stuff on TV and he'd go in the other room and say, let you do your thing. But since he passed and I found stars in the house, which super helped me and getting to see all these Broadway people that I idolized and seeing them on stars in the house and feeling like I'm talking to them like one-on-one -on -one in the room. It, it made a huge difference in my life. And it kept me going and I'll, I'll treasure these past year and a half for, for forever in my memories because it's, it's meant so much to me and sharing, talking about the joy of, of Broadway, you know, more, more musicals for me than plays, but all of it, I just love it. And, you know, sharing the joy with other people is the highlight. There's something about a shared interest that really brings everyone together. So, Helene, how did it spark for you? Like, where did your story start with theater and the arts? Oh, way, way, way back. Um, I am a first-generation American, and I was lucky to be born to um, parents who absolutely loved the arts. So growing up in L.A., I started going to the Hollywood Bowl. I saw concerts at the Hollywood Bowl when I was a toddler. So I don't even remember them. I, I remember falling asleep in my parents' lap. And then when I was about six years old, I finally got to see a performance, a theater performance, which at six, I shouldn't have a distinct memory, but I do. I was sitting in the very, very, very top row at the music center, I believe. And we were watching The Sound of Music a lifetime ago. I won't even go into that. But the bug hit and we went to New York for I went to New York for the first time when I was 11, saw some theater there. And so, yeah, I was 11 when I saw my first Broadway play and musical. And as an adult, I've gone many, many, many times to New York. Um, one year. Oh God, I think I went 
I went to New York two or three times in one year. Um, and one of the trips, I actually got to see six different plays in the space of four days. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of how much I love um, Broadway. And with the pandemic hitting and all of us shutting down, I was just, just ripped apart that I wouldn't be getting to New York. You know, I, I was in New York in 2000. Okay. It feels like decades ago, but I was in New York in January, 2020. And yeah, this, this community means so much to me. I'm in New York, but because of my physical limitations, you know, Broadway seems so far away when ideally it cannot. <laughs> and with Stars in the House and other stuff like that really opened up my world. But um, Julia, what, what was the spark for you? What got you into all this? Well, let's see. When I was very, very little, my parents put me in ballet classes to help with coordination and that kind of thing. Um, so I've been a dancer and a bunhead my whole life. Um, and, and prior to the pandemic, I was a college dance major that's been put on hold because of the pandemic. Um, but so I've always been a dancer and I've always loved dance. And I joke that I've been for a very long time, a secret and not so secret musical theater nerd. Um, when I was actually the first movie I can remember seeing, and it's been my favorite movie ever since was um, the 1997 Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney Houston. And um, it was just such a beautiful introduction to musical theater and it's why I love dance and musical theater. Um, and so I think, you know, very early that, I got bitten by the theater bug um, and that's always stuck with me. Um, and it wasn't until it was summer 2019 and I got to see the share show as my first Broadway show. And it was amazing. And I'm so glad I did because, you know, I didn't know that I would go back to school and then we'd get a pandemic. Um, so that was wonderful. And I, I really treasure that I had that little, that little moment to go to New York before all of this happened. And then Sith Corps fam has just been amazing. Like, like you've all said, we get to have, the most just world-renowned amazing performers in our in our living rooms in our houses um, and that has been uh, such a special connection and I think it's a wonderful tool for accessibility when when theater is not accessible to most people even more during the pandemic than it was before and also a little side note before we continue on what a year to start this group and connect with people. I mean, with Tick Tick Boom and all these things coming out, what a what a good way to talk to people about this stuff in a more simpler way than the chat every Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> it's it's really cool. So, Tig, where were your musical theater beginnings? Like, what got you into this? Okay, so I was, I think I was around three. I started watching a lot of TV. Yeah, I watched a lot of and high five with a lot of So that really got me interested in life. Music. And so I remember my first show 
That kept me very funny because with a cast album or with a filmed version, you it's just right there. Like there are no intermissions. I totally get that. Yeah, I was obsessed with a movie where Charlie Osmond because he took a receiver and he took a receiver. Yeah, he is. All those introductions are pretty solid here. So before we continue on with more chatter, there are even more people that couldn't make it today but wanted to share their answers to some of these questions, including one of our fan favorites, Isabel from Germany. Take it away, Isabel. I've been following Seth since I had seen him in concert with John Barrowman in 2018. So I knew about Stars in the House from the very beginning, even though I had no clue who Kelly O'Hara was or any of the first guests because I was not a Broadway geek. I've loved music for as long as I can remember. My musical interests would vary and change every few years, but music would remain a constant. For example, I saw La Boheme in Verona at 17. I also saw German punk icons Die Toten Hosen a few times. I love what Lin-Manuel Miranda can do with words. I also admire the songwriting skills of Texas folk legends Towns Van Zandt and Guy Clark. Some of my current favorite musicians are John Cale, Amanda Palmer, Nick Cave and David Bowie. I also have to add old and new classical favorites such as Beethoven, Bruckner and Bernstein. None of which would be played on the SiriusXM Broadway channel. My gateway to musical theater, if we don't count opera, was The Phantom. Not the one by Andrew Lloyd Webber at first, but a feature film of the Cobb Yesen version. I ended up seeing their musical five times when it was touring Germany in the 90s. Of course, I then also bought Andrew Lloyd Webber's London cast recording and loved it. Then came Evita, Jesus, Sunset, Love Never Dies. I've even seen Cats twice, and I'm still hoping to catch aspects of love someday, somewhere. Funniest moment, that's hard. I could name any game night. Instead, I'll just say Dreamgirls rehearsal footage. That was both a funny and the sweetest sit moment at the same time. Since they had my absolute dream guest, Andrew Lloyd Webber, on very early in the run, I say John Barrowman. He's always such a fun storyteller. Too bad for the American Sith community that his upcoming tour from West End to Broadway is UK only. 
I'm thankful to Stars in the House for introducing me to a lot of new singers, composers and shows. It's always wonderful and exciting to discover new music. The positive atmosphere in the chat is a great bonus. It's such a rare sight to see on the internet. And I'm glad to be a part of the Sivkor fam. Nothing beats Dr. Lepouk's poignant speech from episode one. The arts will save us. They and Stars in the House have surely saved me during this pandemic. Going on to Shiv, you know, there's a lot of heartwarming moments. There's a lot of like just amazing singing moments. But for you guys, what's the funniest? And whoever wants to start can just pipe in. Oh, mine's mine's easy, and we've already seen it as a rerun. I my the funniest thing to me was the entire villain the blanks episode. Oh Just yeah, the uh, whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah i mean we could like just like you said that whole episode <laughs> just, yeah well, it was it was because of that episode that I actually joined the chat because I was lurking until then. <laughs> so yeah. I, I have that episode to thank. I'm trying to think of when that was. That was that was. I think that was in February of 2021. I think. Yeah, seems to me. Yeah, yeah. I know that was a later one. I did. They all blend together after a while. Well, yeah, because Lady Braxton had already hosted a a few before that. Yeah. Yeah. She was doing, was she she taking over Mondays after Andrea left or was somebody? She did did for a little bit. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't every Monday, but she, she did, did a, for a she couple. Did a couple, yeah. yeah. Because we had so many themes in that, like back in February, with the, they were doing a lot of uh, at least one one show a week was for uh, Black Theater United. Yeah, I really like the theme. The theme episodes because it kind of focused us and made us really think about finding new talent that we wouldn't have we wouldn't have found and like that that happens in every episode but those especially really highlighted some of that stuff right for me i'd have to say almost all the game nights just slay me every time but of course going back and after just when we did the reviews and we did the reruns of the last two from Christmas time. <laughs> and of course, with the singing play, you know, <laughs> that, that's going to always stay with us. And, and like anytime when they have Andrea and Peter and 
and uh, the boys, you know, when they have uh, Paul and then Juan, you know, it's just, they're the best because you know that they're all close-knit friends anyway. I mean, they're always at each other's houses and stuff, well, before the pandemic, but, you know, these are friends that they've had for years and just seeing the interaction is what makes it so enjoyable for me. I I always feel like, especially in the game, like there's this feeling of like, um, I'll just forget that we're doing a show. Like, right. Forget it. <laughs> like we've we've already done what we needed to do. Like one of the ones that I that I always go back to is a recent one, and it was when the the like the staff was on. Yes. Yes. Poor David. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was off the that went off the rails real quick. (laughs) But I also I never got over when Gavin Krill showed up at Patty Barron's house. (laughs) Yes, it was just iconic. (laughs) Uh, So like Seth said that, but you don't think. It's gonna happen. No, No, because Seth will Seth will say stuff like that. Yeah. Then he just yeah. showed up. And then the game and then the game night when all the others had gotten together and they were doing the hats, the hat changes. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. And, and Seth and Dolly. James were going, What the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean there are so many moments, but like a couple, like my like my favorite moments come from the game night because it's like it's literally no no holds barred. Like nobody cares. Like literally, like nobody. Like you can just say whatever. Yeah, there's no filter. Yeah, and then they have to keep her money. Wait a minute. Yeah. There, there can be kids watching. You know, we don't yeah. want to offend anybody, but that's why they got kicked off of the the actors on <laughs> YouTube too. Uh, yeah. Uh, to me, it's always like they're just family or fr- actually friends just getting together for game night, and it's just online. But right. because they're so familiar with each other, I always feel like we're part of it. Even exactly. though we're we're kind of not, and now that we're all chatting together, we kind of are an extension. So every time that I see some of these people, when it's not on Stars in the House, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm watching Friends. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a little so, kind of weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I feel like we love all of our people. Yes. Right, it's definitely an extended family, to me, at least. Exactly. <laughs> and then when you do finally meet them, if we ever meet them, it's like, 
it'll be it won't be as awkward because we 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 know so much about them. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool. That was a cool moment for all of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. I I was so thrilled for her. I was so happy. I said, you know, and knowing, and then finding out, you know, how. I mean, she's met Seth before, you know. Um, over in England, but you know, for her to do that, to fly in for two, you know, two, two days, mm-hmm. and just to see his shows, not do anything else. I'm going to see his shows twice. I yeah. mean, I would do that, but I, but it's like, but it's so, but it's the power of the influence of the community, and so we could go on for the funniest moments, like so. If you have any more, just throw them out real quick, and then we'll move on to the next uh, question. Of well, I love um, when, and it's so iconic for the Sith Core fam. I'm pretty sure it's Lily Cooper, and she's trying to charade out Wednesday, and nobody gets it. It's the Alphabas and Glinda's night, and nobody gets it, and that's where we get our Wenhei. Wenhei. Um, <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty iconic. Definitely. And yeah. of course... For me, it's going to be the wowsy, wowsy woo woo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel no Really? Yeah, I'll educate you later. Um, <laughs> Ick. Yeah. But again, it's like these people are literally part of our homes. Like nobody, like you watch a TV show and you watch a movie, you even go to a a theater production, but like where can you get that one-on-one familial vibe with the people presenting the show? That doesn't happen often. Yeah, and I think it's it's also cool for the people who are on the show because they very often will read our comments and comment about our comments in the chat. So I I think it means something to them to know because I know especially during the pandemic when everything is shut down. When I say during the pandemic, I don't mean it's not still a pandemic because it is. No, but during it, the quarantine, when it, when it, when it, when it, we had a tight. Yeah. Right. I think I think I may be tooting our collective horn when I say this, but I think having us in chat meant something to them because they weren't getting feedback. So in a sense, even though they may not have been performing, they were getting some feedback from their quote unquote fans, which were us, um, just by Seth reading the comments to them sometimes. So I think I like to think that we may have helped them a little bit, too. Yes, yes, because like um, Andrea has even said, you know, that it, it makes a world of difference to her. And you can tell when they're reading, reading our donations and stuff right. that, you know, the comments and the donations really touch them. And, and for us, it's love letters to them. It's love letters to them. It's love letters to the Actors Fund. 
which I, I mean, I'm not a rich person by any means. You know, I li- I'm on a fixed income now that I'm retired. But this, this community means so much to me and has meant so much to me over my life because of watching TV, watching movies, going to movies, you know, watching plays on PBS and, and stuff like that that it has been an integral part of my life and in the small way that I can say thank you right. by giving, you know, giving back in some small way because I won't ever probably have the opportunity to go up to Stokes and say, thank you, sir. Uh. Thank you for everything you've done. <laughs> you yeah. know. I right. feel I feel so relieved. Uh, the other set knows who I am. Yeah, that was, that was pretty and good. And I think I power of the other sides of the house that each actors know who we are by name and, you know, they know us. And I think that's really special. Because we're not, we're not just high up on a pedestal, and they're not like, "Hey, listen to us. We're doing a show for you." No, we're a part of it, and yeah. it's it's a real cool thing. Now, before we move on to the next question, Lori, I want to I want to highlight something that happened a few weeks ago. Uh oh. So. <laughs> Um, Dr. LaPook, for those that don't know, is the medical correspondent for Stark and House and QES News. But, you know, you've, you've coined him a, you've given him a name. And I think for the first time you let it, you unveiled it to him. You want to talk about... You want to talk about Silver Fox for for a second? (laughs) 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 I I I've always first day I saw him, I'm like, man, he is a silver fox. (laughs) He's married and everything, but I said, this guy is gorgeous. For a doctor, he is gorgeous, you know. I'm so used to seeing these old funny duddy doctors, you know, and that. But he, I'm like, so I always, you know, everybody else would be calling him Pookie and that. And I'm like, oh, there's Dr. Silver Fox coming on. So, and when I knew that we were doing the medical hour show for this, for the the house calls, this uh, week, house, yeah. I said, I said, okay. In my donation, I'm going to make a donation, and I'm going to call him out on it so that he knows because he never. I know he doesn't have a chance to read the comments, so I said I'm going to do it. And when they read it, the look on his face was just priceless to me, and I was just so tickled that he kind of blushed and and then James thinking that his wife Kate had put it in. Like, no, 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 that was me. Well, you know, you know, Chef's delivery helped too. Yes. <laughs> and it's so funny because I was listening to the episode 
So like I, you know, there have been, there have been hundreds, maybe even thousands of guests at this point on Stars in the House, but out of anybody who hasn't come on yet, who, who do you guys want? I've got a very short list, but. Same. I, I, I was trying to remember, and, and I know you guys will remember, has Jason Robert Brown ever been on? Yes. Okay. I'll have to go back and look for that. He was, yeah. But he never he never did like a full episode. He only showed up for like um Andrea's birthday and some other stuff. Yeah. But, they, but they've never done a dedicated episode to him, I don't think. I think it would be it would be fun to have him and Georgia on as actual guests or or even as um on a game night. Oh, because he would yeah. be the, the two of them would be fabulous on a game night. And my my dream guest is someone who sadly is obviously no longer with us. I would have Jonathan Larson on oh, on this yeah. would have been amazing. I've I've been a fan of his since um <laughs> yeah since the yeah. very yeah. beginning. So, so, it'd, be, it'd be share. I will oh, share. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. yes. Well, that could potentially happen. You never know. Now right. that she know, now that she knows what stars in the house. Right. Is, right. <laughs> I already mentioned um, the the ninety seven Cinderella, and I think that that would be just I would never get over it if we had that cast on um but the other cast if I can say cast and not person is I'm also I'm a huge Trekkie I love Star Trek and the next generation is my favorite so I think if we not like not only would I love it if we had the TNG cast on but I mean that would be such an amazing moneymaker for the actors fund because you know they have such a huge fan base yeah too. I mean, yeah look at Voyager yes exactly Voyager is one of our top watched episodes still and it's been a long time <laughs> i mean I just, just getting rent spiner alone yes because i was so upset i was kind of disappointed that he wasn't on when they did the sundays in the park i know yeah because I was he, thinking that he was well. in the original cast yeah mm -hmm. yeah i yeah i totally there needs to be more TV reunions. There was a big, there was a big, like flux of them, and then I guess because it's only two shows a week now, they really have to like, um, like, hand pick each and every episode to make sure that they still give us good, they still give us great content like they always do. Well, logistically as well with the getting the guests because. Even though, you know, Broadway, we're still working on Broadway back. There's a lot of people that are doing TV, like our Jack. And, yes. Uh, uh. Um, 
and you know a lot of them are back in tv with you know stuff on netflix and apple tv and this and that the other thing so logistically it's really getting harder to get anybody you know that's available at that time frame and and you know that would have the setup to be able to do it at their home. And you know, doing it, doing it pre-recorded, doesn't have the same impact. I mean, they've done it a couple times, right? But, but I mean, I love those shows, but like, of course, they always cut back to live. But it just doesn't have the same impact. Yeah, that's why. It's uh, it's so important to me because I think that's what yeah, I, t- I, it, it's really when you have the chat right there, and when something, and when something happens, like Andrea Martin fall, falling asleep in the middle, in the, <laughs> before the game night starts, or like, or like an awesome performance, we can all react and they can see what we what we reacted to and it's it's really cool because one of the the thing that got me into theater and i didn't really say was the rosie o'donnell show oh yeah and i mean of course you know i've did, I've done an interview with Alan Keck, one of the, well, David's dad. <laughs> um, and, you know, he was talking about how, like, theater was such a big part of it, too. And, it, like, because that was the one show that were one of the one, one of the only shows that my, my grandma and I would watch together. So, Rosie would be another re or another dedicated episode that I would want as well because it's special to a lot of people. Yeah. But, you know, there's so many things that we could say with we could do a whole episode about just guess we want. But on a on a deeper note what does what does Stark in the House and the Core Fam mean to you? And we're speaking to all of us here and all the group members and well the whole the whole world really. So what does it all mean to you guys? I mean for me and having people who are watching it with you. And I think it's a community that 
It, yeah, and it, the community aspect of it is so important because when Stark in the House began, nobody expected it to sort of, like, one, last this long. It was only supposed to last, like, what, two weeks? Well, it was only supposed to be as long as, you know, everybody was in quarantine. Yeah. Who knew, right? Yeah. yeah. And then so they- Broadway came back. Right. That's what they said. Right. And so when Broadway started coming back, we we're going, we don't want it to end. And I feel like they, I feel like Seth and James really got a sense of who we were after that announcement we made because we were expressing our quote unquote, I don't know sadness that we weren't going to have our show every day, you know? Right. Uh, Even though we all knew everybody had to get back with their lot, get on with their lives and stuff. And I'm happy that they're able to, you know, get back to work. I'm, I'm thrilled that Seth was able to, you know, start doing his shows again. And um, what I want, you know, you said about dream guests. I want an hour with just Seth and James, and I want James singing. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. one of the one of the one of Seth's Sunday concert. Absolutely, right. yeah. do Seth concert series with James. Yes, then that's it. Yes, I I our Yes, we in common, and I thought it to us that if we at one time, and I love that. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, like, they should just do an episode where they just talk to us and read comics and play stuff, because it's, it's like, they are such a big part of my life and all of our lives so you know so whoever wants to go next what does what what does Stark and Nike mean to you because it could mean so many different things to so many different people well I know to me it has brought from the very beginning it has brought a an immense amount of sanity um because of all the information and just having this connection with everyone, because we come from all over the world and yet we share common interests and we now have this super strong bond, just both from dealing with the pandemic together and dealing with all the medical news together, thanks to Dr. LaPook, but also from our love of theater. So, and you know, just knowing that that moment when they announced that it was going to be ending, that's that's why we've got the core fam group, because none of us wanted it to end. Yeah, so. and the fact that and that's the reason why I've brought you here today, because I have gone through a lot this year and I wanted to showcase to my podcast audience the the real me and not this moniker that is DJ Bob, 
<laughs> and I felt like if I brought some of you guys together, then, you know, they could see and Shep and James could see just exactly in a, in a more, in a tangible way, what this does to a community. It's a beautiful thing. It, it really means a lot to me. So, I think, and the one, the, the one, the one thing I want to ask is, there are so many quotes that people say. Like, there are so many quotes that Seth says, or James says, or Dr. LaPook says, but do you find yourself quoting one more than the other? What's, what's your favorite quote? Oh, yeah. The one... Oh, go ahead, Ty. I say anything all the time now. Yup. Well, I mean, it, it, that right there is cemented in our brains from the introduction of Star, Stars in the House. So, yeah, anywho is definitely a good one. The one I'm thinking of, and I actually, I was trying to look it up before we recorded, um, so someone can correct me if I'm getting it wrong, but this was actually pre-Sith. Um, it was when Seth and James were producing the Broadway for Orlando, um, What the World Needs Now video. Um, and there's this interview, they've showed it before with, where Dr. LePook interviews Seth and James, and it, it was when they first properly met, I believe, um, a couple of years ago or a number of years ago. Um, and, you know, they were kind of processing what had happened. And Dr. LePook says, okay, well, you know, what happens now? What happens now, uh, you know, does love win? And, and Seth, without missing a beat, without a pause, he goes, well, of course, love wins. Love always wins. And it's just, it's the most beautiful moment. If you want to like cry happy tears, go watch it. Um, But I think it just, it kind of answers your question of, okay, favorite quote, but also what does the Sith core family mean? I think Seth and James have always taken a stand and and come to the aid of people who needed it. Um, And I think that's really reflected in our community. We decided that you know, through the pandemic, through all the horrible things, we would we would stick together and take care of each other. Um, and I think that quote is just perfect from Seth. Yeah, yeah. I it was when he that. when he said when he asked, you know, fear versus love, and he said, he said, what wins? He said, love. Love always wins. Just as simple as that. Yeah, and like he said it. So matter of fact, and like, just of course, like, like you can hear the sincerity in his voice. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, for me, for me, um, I find myself quoting it all the time as, um, um, especially when we, whoever we see singing and, 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 and kills it, you know, and I say, 
they still got it. Just yeah. in case they need it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many, like, there's so many times where I will... Not even a quote, but I will say things like Seth or James. Yeah. Like I'll go when they say, when there's there are numerous times where he'll where they'll go. So I picked out a shirt today, or like <laughs> right, or, or, yeah. the Seth concert series, or just like stuff like that. I will always do little Seth or or James isms throughout my day and sometimes on the show. So if you ever hear anything like that, it's their fault. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this has been so this has been so amazing to gather you all together and just to talk about the thing that brought us all together. And if if I can just say what Stargate House means to me, it all boils down to one word. And that's inclusion. Absolutely. No matter who you are, where you're where you're from, like what struggles you face. You, you you always have a place here. That's just what it is. There's no judgment. It's just love. And I want to thank you guys for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. DJ Bob, you rock. Thank you for having us. The Sith Corps fam, love you to death. You know, we wouldn't be where we are without you, Ty, Helene, Julia, Seattle, Susie Q. Oh, my gosh. Isabel. Isabel. Donald Young. KD. Both Scott. Scott. Uh, yeah. Mark. Of course, our beloved David Katz. Who keeps us all together. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I want to just say before we go, what the Cisquare family means to me is you guys have given me life. When I was at my lowest, when I started on the following the show, I was at the very lowest part of my life. And you guys brought me back to life. You brought me so much joy you were there when i had my stupid accident this year and broke my ankle everybody was there for me i have acquaintances in real life i can't say i have a lot of friends in real life i have acquaintances here in the fifth core fam i have family and i feel that way about you all and always will and even if it all went away tomorrow I would have you all in my hearts forever. And I also say that every show I'll start in the house will not be the same without the chat. 
Definitely. Oh, it would no, not it, it would definitely oh. not be the same without a chat. That's even why when I rewatch it, I look at this I I look at the chat just to see what was going on. And just because it is such a vital part of what this sounds really weird, but what we do. Like it's just something that we do. And it yeah. it makes us it I don't know about you, but I definitely look forward to it, like, every night when it's on. And whenever I find something cool and or theater-related, I'll post in the group or tell a funny dream that I had where I started the intro super early. And <laughs> I, you know, it's like, it's such a big part of all of our lives. And I think... None of us expected it. No, I met with it. And I'm so happy that it happened. And we're here. Yeah. And we have each other. Yeah, and having each other is such, like, it's such a blessing to be able to have a group to go to where there is no judgment. There is no past. Like, like, whenever something is going on, I could always just talk to you and just, just you laugh or joke because yeah. there's no judgment. <laughs> you know, it's it's really it's so cool. And again, thank you guys so much and. Well, thank you for putting putting this together and bringing us all, all here. Um, I think the Facebook group has been a great step in connecting us further, but I'm so grateful for, for all of you. And I, I love what Helene said earlier. I think the Sith Core fam, it's about family and connection. Um, and it's also just about sanity, having having some having something regular that you can go to that feels a little bit more sane, you know, in these crazy times. And, you know, who who doesn't love a chaotic group of crazy people that love the same thing? Because that's what we are. And, yes. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. And I, I'm so thankful that you guys were here. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Yes, thank you. You're great. Thank you for letting me introduce you to my other family, the Stars in the House Core family, otherwise known as the Shift Core fam. You can find out all about the amazing things we get into by going to starsinthehouse.com or looking up Stars in the House on your favorite social media channel. I couldn't let you go without playing some other messages we got from Shift Core family members. Here's Ryan Rosenberg, followed by Jack Schmidt, telling their Stars in the House stories. Enjoy, and thank you for listening. Hi, Bob. Thanks for inviting me to share some thoughts for your podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity, and um, I, l- I look forward to hearing what other people had to say as well. You know, the some of the qu- questions that you were asking, they, they tie in so well together, you know, they're just kind of, uh, creates conversation. So, um, you know, one of the things you were wondering is 
where my my joy or you know and, and love for musical theater um started and kind of how i discovered stars in the house or seth and james and some things along those lines um so i guess you know just kind of turning back the clock i, I really come from kind of a musical family um not so much my dad but my my mom and my dad's mother um, were both in church choir when I was a little kid and my mom, um, helped run the choir and direct it and such. And, um, you know, so there was always like music going on, um, in our, in our life. And then my mom's brother is, uh, really, really active, uh, in the local community theater in the hometown or in the area where, where I grew up when I was little. So getting to see him in performances um, when, you know, when I was in elementary and middle school, um, that, that kind of got the, the spark started a little bit, but I, I think I was maybe too young to really even appreciate what I was seeing at that point. Then I, I moved to a larger city here in, in Wisconsin, down to Milwaukee, compared to the small town I grew up in. And, and once I was down in the Milwaukee suburbs and, you know, there was just more access to the arts and my parents were really always encouraging, like exper uh, experiencing new things, right? Like um, taking us to museums and theater and, and concerts and um, just getting us exposed to, to new ideas and, and having those opportunities, I think, really carried over into just my my love of music in general and by the time i was in middle school then you know it was all right we've got choir and band and i was in both and then we had seventh and eighth grade musicals and and uh got the opportunity to be in you know um oh man mendel the rabbi's son in fiddle around the roof when i was in seventh grade um Lieutenant Joe Cable uh, in South Pacific when I was in eighth grade, you know, and that those experiences, I think, in middle school really set the tone for uh, this is not, number one. It's fun to participate in. Right. It, it's fun to um, have that camaraderie with a cast and with your friends and, and experience those musical moments. But it's also really fun to go and experience them, um, you know, w with professionals on a stage. So. Um, I, as a high school student, even I, I spent my own pocket money to get, um, Broadway season tickets at, at the, the theater in Milwaukee, you know, for touring company and got to see, you know, Carol Channing in Hello Dolly out on tour and, um, you know, um, damn Yankees with Jerry Lewis and, you know, just, a variety of things that were just super exciting and and then getting to do some productions in high school as well and um, being in Guys and Dolls and in um, Man of La Mancha and, and just, yeah, it's just, you know, it gets in your blood, right? Like people that are listening to this conversation or question, um, you know, you know what I mean. When it, it gets in your blood, it's just there. And um, so I've always enjoyed getting to experience musical theater 
no matter you know no matter how that can come to be and that sort of is also how i you know got to know seth so not personally but you know who he was was really through um a little bit from the rosie o'donnell show um but mainly from his show on sirius xm so Part of my career path has involved, you know, a job that has had a ton of travel involved in it at, at different points in time. A lot of windshield time um, driving vehicles. And and fortunately, um, often I've had the opportunity to have Sirius XM in my car so or in a rental car. So it's given me the opportunity to, to listen to uh, Seth's show on, on Broadway, you know, so... Um, and the, the Seth speaks episodes and his interview style and just the personality. Right. But, uh, more than anything, I think what draws you to, to Seth as a radio listener, but then, you know, stars in the house just amplified. This is just the infectious energy and passion that he has for, for, uh, musical theater and for Broadway and that community, you know, the artists, um, and wanting to share knowledge and passion about it with an audience and get them just as excited and hooked, you know? So that's really fun. And Stars in the House has just been a, a wonderful opportunity to see another side of all of these incredibly talented people, right? The the personality and the interaction and the camaraderie and the the pure joy and love that they all share um is it's uplifting it's just it's absolutely uplifting um and then of course you can't beat you know the 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 banter <laughs> not only between Seth and James and their guests but uh, also between the two of them so you know you, if if you want to kind of point out like a favorite um one-liners or what like the simmering marital tension is just the the best um and uh yeah it's just been something that uh, throughout the pandemic um you know be, became uh another outlet really for 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 the the things that we weren't getting to enjoy in the arts, right? So it was more than just entertainment, and we have you know the the community that's been created among the fans um, is certainly really fulfilling. But the uh, the opportunity to experience, frankly, you know, from somebody that's lives in a small town, not small town, but you know. Uh, uh, smaller city that isn't quite hopping um when it comes to sort of the the musical theater community um you know we got to venture out to go and and do some of those things we have a, a good community theater here but you know we don't have touring shows that come through our community really it's you had a couple hours out of town to go see something like that so um it's given an opportunity for me to, frankly, you know, see some people performing that I never would probably have seen on a stage. You know, some of the 
massive names that have been on stars in the house just picking up a guitar or a backing track in their living room and sharing their talent and you know the odds are that uh, aside from making a special trip to new york to see some shows or something like yeah i'm wasn't going to get to see like an intimate performance by Audra McDonald from her own living room. Right. Like that's something I don't think it's anything any of us that watch stars in the house would have really even uh, dreamt of as being, you know, opportunities for entertainment ever, uh, let alone on a nightly basis for so long, um, which is just such an incredible gift. So, um, and, and yeah, I guess, you know, how I came to stars in the house was really just from, um, a, a tip from a friend of mine. You know, I, um, uh, my former vocal coach who I'd started to, um, re-engage with during the pandemic had, had pointed out that, Hey, you should check out this this uh, stars in the house thing. It's pretty cool, you know? So, um, I missed out on the live piece for the first really three months, mainly because I frankly didn't have time to consume any media. It, I mean, other than like listening to the radio or having some earbuds in or something, um, between driving or maybe while I was working because, much like everybody else, when things closed down, like your world just kind of got spun around in a washing machine for a while and you didn't know which way was up. So, um, you know, I, I overnight basically ended up with uh, being a homeschool teacher to my two sons during the day and working at night instead of just having my normal day job. Um, plus having a, a secondary job as a, a professor where, um, you know, in the middle of the semester, we pivoted from normal, go to the classroom and, and teach your course to all of a sudden, you know, everything's online. So um, there was really like a three month period in there, March, April and May, where, yeah, there, wa- there wasn't a lot of uh, time for entertainment. Um, but once things settled down and got into the summer, then, you know, it was trying to, all right, find some sanity, find some serenity. Um, and music is such a huge part of that for me that, um, finding something like stars in the house was just a godsend, frankly. And, um, yeah. And then the community that has come along with it between, you know, getting to know Seth and James and many of you in the Sith Core fam and, and our our banter in chats and, you know, game night fun and, and everything has just been uh, an absolute joy. So, um, you know, Stars in the House uh, deserves every possible, uh, every possible recognition, not only from those of us that are dear fans and followers, but from um, the the rest of the Broadway community as well. And I think we see that from the guests, obviously, and the appreciation, the pure, uh, you know, genuine appreciation of the, the various artists that 
get a, a chance to see their friends that they haven't seen in years, even if it is through through uh, StreamYard, right? But um, you know, getting to have that interaction with with their their friends and peers and and the reunion shows and all that, it, it's just such a uh, an uplifting. Uh, an up and <laughs> oh, it's such an uplifting program that um, man, I can't imagine. I can't imagine these uh, past. Wow, it's almost two years, but uh, yeah, eighteen months. Can't imagine these past eighteen months, twenty months without it. So um, I'll ever, I'll forever be grateful to Seth and James for what they've done with Stars in the House, just for us as audience members. And I, I can't imagine how much it's meant to people that are, you know, very much in the Broadway community in terms of the performers in the, the front of house, back of house staff, orchestra, um, you know, all those folks that, that were without work um, and the support that the Actors Fund has been able to provide to them and stars in the house in helping to forward that mission. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just very appreciative for stars in the house and for stars in the house <laughs> and Seth and James, and um, I appreciate the opportunity to share some of my thoughts with you. Thank you. Have a good one. Hey, I am Zachary Schmidt. I am 30 years old, and I'm from Pennsylvania. Um, I discovered Stars in the House right probably at the beginning of the pandemic, and I kind of knew who Seth Rodesky was uh, because I'm obsessed with Broadway, and I heard of him before, but I really didn't get to know what he has done. And I've been a theater geek for a long time. My first Broadway show was Wicked. And I think any of, and I, I've just been a, a Broadway fanatic. I was in musical theater in school. I did two musicals in high school, my, or my eighth grade year and my ninth grade year. Um, just any game nights with Jack Plotnick, he is very funny, and, um, I would love for, um, Stars in the House to I would love to see Stars in the House to do a, um, a star, uh, a, a State by the Bell reunion, and, um, what does stars in the house mean to me? It means like her family. It means something that I love and have like little little people that are interested in it. And but the core family has a lot of interest in musical theater and stuff. And I really don't have a um, favorite quote. Um, they're all pretty cool. So. Um, I discovered Stars in the House right probably at the beginning of the pandemic, and I kind of knew who Seth Rodesky was uh, because I'm obsessed with Broadway, and I heard of him before, but I really didn't get to know what he has done. And I've been a theater geek for a long time. My first Broadway show was Wicked, and 
I think any of, and I, I've just been a Broadway fanatic. I was in musical theater in school. I did two musicals in high school, my or my eighth grade year and my ninth grade year. Um, just any game nights with Jack Plotnick. He is very funny, and I would love to see Stars in the House to do a um a, a Saved by the Bell reunion. And um, what does Stars in the House mean to me? It means something that I love and have like little little people that are interested in it and but the core family has a lot of interest in musical theater and stuff and i really don't have a um favorite quote um they're all pretty cool so the dj bob show pop culture past and present